You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you here on a Thursday in the capital city. Jimmy B, TC, Jim and Trent, everybody, as we roll all the way until 6 o'clock tonight. Great show lined up. Matt Nelson on Iowa State will be our guest coming up at roughly about 4.20. Mike Bates from SB Nation, Major League Baseball, around the 4.30 hour. Then Derek Peck will join us. Uh, Hawkeye heaven. Everything on the Hawks will get you ready for the scrimmage actually a practice tomorrow night and then Ken Silverstein on the Big Ten the NBA and the NFL at 520 Trent how you doing pal uh, not too bad Jimmy B just uh, making my way through a Thursday and week's just flying by we're a day away from the weekend I know you're pumped up about that I'm always pumped up man oh man if, if you don't have to work that's for me you know that pal I'm I'm into it you don't work anyway what are you talking about <laughs> you're you're right. I do have a pretty good deal here. There's no question about that. Um, I, I just want to follow up as as we get going today on the story that broke yesterday while we were on the show uh, for Iowa State and Cameron Lard getting busted uh, for having drug paraphernalia. Um, Trent, look this this story. It, it, I, I, I see fans pretty much have just written it off like it's nothing. Well, it was pot, no big deal. Well, you and I both had that same reaction. It's not what he got busted for. It was the cover-up for the last several months that nobody knew about it, and 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 they tried to, I guess, hide it from from it being reported and now that it is reported uh travis hines Ames trip broke that story yesterday so where are you on on the story now for me i i just want to see if anything comes of it or being the type of student code conduct uh policy if anything comes of that if anything yeah there are a couple of layers here to dig into uh, about this and on the surface, uh, I'll, I'll put it out right now. I don't smoke weed, but I think it should be legalized here. It's legalized. I will editorialize that thing to a T. Do it, mm-hmm. tax it, make money on it. I don't yeah. care. If people want to smoke weed, let them smoke weed. Personal freedom. I want sports gambling to come here. That That is in the same vein yeah. as me. Weed, don't do it. Try it a couple times in college. Not for me, which is all. But if you want to have a little puff, you go and have a little puff. The problem isn't that. It's not that he had weed, he was driving, he had a pipe, all these different things. These, these are, A, in terms of when you're talking about what you have in the law sense, this is a right. simple misdemeanor. It, it, is, yes. it is a nothing. Yeah. It is a blip more than a speeding ticket on the resume. Where do you get into the questions, though, Cameron Laird? Did, did him in his own right, did... He just keep this to himself. Was he able to keep it under wraps and nobody knew? If mm-hmm. that's the case, well, first of all, congratulations to keep it away from, from the media and the coaches and everybody else that's out there, you know, working to find out information like this. Hey, he kept this away for two months. Good work out of him. But yeah. if there is something in the code of conduct that it needs to be disclosed, or as a scholarship athlete, if something happens, you have to disclose it to the coaching staff, to the athletic department. That's a problem. And secondly, there's also a problem if 
the coaching staff, the athletic department did know about this, and yet nothing was said. Nothing was brought up because that is something that you want. You just want to know about things like this. When something like this is happening, I don't think it's a big deal, but there are plenty of people out there that do feel like it's a big deal. And something like this, you want to get in front of the story. So a couple of different layers to peel through there, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I'm with you, pal, on several of those. And look, the weed thing is is not a big deal to me. Lord knows uh, I'm into the uh, puff, puff, pass, <laughs> puff, puff, pass. Uh, so I don't care. But it, it's if it was a cover-up uh, by the school, okay. Uh, if nobody at the school knew about it and Lard was able to keep it under wraps until yesterday, okay. I, I just want to know the story. Because you are a public university, and those things have to be reported. So I, I guess, Trent, that you know we'll get something on it eventually. I know that when head coach Steve Prohm was contacted about it, he said no comment. And that seems to be the, the same status that we are here today. So we'll see how this plays out. Look, is, is it going to go away? Yes, it's going to go away. And, and it'll be a forgotten manner, but it's just the idea that A, it happened, and B, was never brought to the surface by either the university, by Lard, or anybody else even connected with the university. So it looks like they were trying to hide it, or at least lie about it, that nothing ever happened. And that's the problem. That, I mean, that, that's... Yeah, that's the problem, yeah. That That's what we still are trying to dig through and, and figure out here. But in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. College kids smoke weed. Big blanking deal. deal. I mean, it just yeah. Yeah, that in its own right doesn't matter. It's well. And what do they say, Jimmy B? A lot of times the cover up is worse than the crime. That, it is always. That, it, yeah, that very well could be fitting here. I mean, if it proves out that, hey, we got to keep this under wraps. We don't want anybody to know. We're, we're a depleted team right now. We need all the help we can get, all these different things. Well, this is when you get into this continued speculation and the questions that are surrounding right now because in its own right, you know what? If, if, he, if it would have been announced right away after it happened mm-hmm. that weekend and they had a game, I think, the following Tuesday against Texas Tech, if it would have said, hey, we're going to do this, it's going to go through the court system, this is a simple misdemeanor, he's still going right. to play, there wouldn't have been much backlash at all about that. There would have been a little no. bit, but... It would have been gone right away. Instead, yes. well, it leads to where we are today. That, that That's absolutely correct. And it, I'm, I'm disappointed in the university for not uh, taking the lead here. Uh, I wouldn't expect Lard to take the lead on something like that. I'm sure he's embarrassed about it. But it does finally come out, and it's the perception that it looks bad for the school where they could have referenced it, got it out of the way, and it would have been forgotten two days later. Absolutely. I agree with you, Trent. Well, uh, a lot more going on in the world of sports today. We get ready for the NFL schedule release uh, coming out 7 o'clock tonight. But things already uh, happening out there. We're already finding out the kickoff to the season. It'll be Eagles against Atlanta Falcons-Eagles to begin the season on Thursday Night Football. 
The Jets are going to play the Lions to kick off Monday Night Football. Get your tickets now for that one, Jimmy B. (laughs) I can hardly wait for that exciting Jets-Lions game. Man, oh, man. I wonder if they'll wear multicolored uniforms. So, like they did that one time where they look like a Christmas tree. Uh, That'll be interesting to see what, uh, what takes place on Monday Night Football. The other interesting thing is, is, Who's going to be the analyst on Monday Night Football? Mm-hmm. Trent, birdies are telling me Kurt Warner's got a legit shot with this thing. Yeah, I saw a report earlier today just about that. Kurt Warner, one of the names that is being mentioned. And, A, I've always been a Kurt Warner fan, and I've had an opportunity to you know, interview him a few times throughout the years. Yep. I really just enjoy him overall as a commentator, as a person. I'm rooting for him, and I think it'd be great. I, I'm all in from... Some of the other names that have been bandied about, consider me in the camp. Put him in there. Put Kurt Warner in there. He's done Monday Night Football on the radio side with Westwood One. Put him in the booth. I think he'd be excellent. Uh, Look, he's got a face made for television. There's no question about that. And from his delivery aspect, he's improved tremendously. So... I think probably since Peyton Manning turned him down, they chased Brett Favre a little bit. Apparently he didn't do well, really didn't want to get into the TV thing other than doing commercials. Um, I, I'd be happy with Warner as as well. Uh, he knows the game inside and out. He can speak about it intelligently on television without any problem. And he's in the business now for several years. And he understands how the business works, the good and the bad. And from that standpoint, I'd be happy if Kurt Warner was that uh, that Monday night analyst. I- I'm good with that. NBA playoffs last night, Jimmy B. Uh, LeBron, another incredible performance, yes. 17 of 24. He was an absolute stud. But really the story of today is what happened afterwards after he got the news from Ali LaForce that he, was, uh, that he found out about the passing of Greg Popovich's wife. And uh, a very emotional just uh, conversation there from LeBron. Jimmy B., why are there still people that, that dislike LeBron? He's, he's such a good uh, dude. I, I don't he get is. it. I know. Because they are afraid that people will put him at Michael Jordan level. That's why. And I always tell people, well, what about those Washington Wizard teams? The what? The what? No, he's a Chicago Bull. It's like the wizard thing didn't even exist. Look, this this is uh, a situation. And first, let me let me set the record straight because I tweeted about it last night, and you and I have had this conversation before. Social media can be terrific in sports. It is also absolutely awful sometimes with the comments that were made about Ali LaForce and the question at the end of the interview to LeBron about the death of Greg Popovich's wife. And he handled it masterfully. You could tell how shaken he was. He is a very good guy. He is an honest guy, and he gives back to the community much more than anybody really understands. But here's, here's the thing. Before the interview began, Ali LaForce asked LeBron before they came to her live for that interview and told him about the death of Pop's wife and asked him directly, do you mind if I ask you that question or not? And at that time, 
LeBron indicated, yes, you can ask me. So they did the regular interview following the game, and then he asked, she asked about Popovich's wife. And I, you social media just went nuts, thinking, how, how dare her ask her about that, ask him about that, 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 that situation when this game just got over and it's the heat of the moment. No! That's our stinking job, people! That's what we get paid for! To ask questions. And she did everything properly by asking him if he didn't mind knowing that in the heat of the moment, right after the game, that it would be a difficult question. And he indicated to her that it was okay. And still, social media went crazy. I tweeted on it last night. Even LeBron, Trent, even sent out a video while he was on his way home from the game explaining that she asked him prior to going on live, and yet those stupid asses on Twitter still went off on Ali LaForce. Here's the deal. Let us do our job. We know what we are doing. Let us do our job. And that's exactly what Ali LaForce did. Well said, Jimmy B. Well said. We'll end on that, come back on the other side. We got Matt Nelson waiting in the wings. We're going to talk some Cyclones with him. Also some Major League Baseball talk with Mike Bates. He's coming your way here at about 435. As we take you up until 6 o'clock, stick and stay right there. Back with more Jimmy B and TC. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plans allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Sponsored by Discover Card. Discover Card alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Hey, this is Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers, located on the corner of South Union and Jackson in Des Moines. Graziano Brothers has been a Southside tradition since 1912, and we have you, the customers, to thank for that. Graziano's is dedicated in offering true flavors of Italian cuisine, filling your food pantry with all the right Italian ingredients. From delicious cured meats, cheeses, pastas, breads, tomato products, your favorite Italian sweets, spices, the list goes on and on. And I haven't even mentioned our delicious homemade Italian sausage yet. My grandfather, Francesco Graziano, and my great-uncle Luigi used flavors of their Italian homeland and created their famous homemade Italian sausage. Graziano's Italian sausage may also be enjoyed at 
several local restaurants and eateries. Some of our oldest and finest customers include Baradas and Tamias on the south side. The next time you eat out, make sure it's Graziano Sausage mentioned on the menu. Graziano Brothers is your only choice when it comes to great taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Ciao. There's searching for low prices on appliances, and then there's finding them. At the Home Depot, get spring Black Friday savings of up to 35% on appliance special buys, like a Whirlpool top freezer refrigerator in stainless steel for just $398. Spring has sprung with up to 35% off appliance special buys at spring Black Friday. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through April 25th. U.S. only. Wasp buys last. See store for details. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to do a little Iowa State conversation right now. Matt Nelson uh, joins us here on the show. Uh, he's been on the program uh, many times, and he's one of our go-to guys when we have questions about the Cyclones. Matt, how are you, and have you smoked any pot lately? We just got Matt back on, JP, and I, I think he missed your question. He did? I caught the end of it, but I'm afraid to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> but Brits is coming in hot today, Matt. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, Matt. All I said was, have you smoked any pot lately? Uh, the answer to that question is no. I, I, I'm intrigued as to why it's even being asked. Ah, oh, well, well, there there was a little story that came out yesterday about 
Iowa State basketball player Camp wow. Lard, and, and uh, I guess yeah. that's where the dots are connected. But you got to be careful. You got to remember now, Jimmy B. You know, we talked to Matt for a number of years when he was just a yes. college student. Now he is a working man. He's in the business world. He can't be asking questions like that, Brinson. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, it's just a, a a small minor misdemeanor, so it's okay. And you can always say that I was in Colorado or Washington, so you're good. You're good to go, Matt. Look, uh, we're not concerned about Lard getting busted for having drug paraphernalia in his car. Not a big deal to us. What is a big deal is it appears that the school tried to cover it up since it happened back in February. So why would they do that? Uh, can you make any sense why? Because if it's not that big a deal, even the student council conduct court, it, it's a minor misdemeanor and, and nothing probably would have happened anyway. Why, why would you not just announce it, get it over with, because now the cover-up looks worse than really what it was? Yeah, that's a, an excellent question. And that was, honestly, that was my first reaction as well. And you know, part of me thinks back to that part of the season, and Cameron Lard, not that he seemed distracted, even though at times I, I don't think that's a stretch, but it seemed like there was some sort of thing happening. Um, there was some sort of internal distraction, and um, my guess is that was probably uh, what was causing it. And uh, I don't know, I was kind of disheartened to hear, you know, when asked if Steve Prohm had a comment on it, the answer was simply no. Um, now, again, I, I know it's a, it's a misdemeanor, uh, and really the, the charge doesn't carry anything all that serious with it. But with that being the case, then why not let that see the light of day when it happened? There's really nothing all that bad to, to try to disclose or to try to hide. So I, uh, it's not disclosed. So, I, again, I, I agree with you guys. I was a little mystified by that. Yeah, it just it, it paints a, a uh, just a, one of those stories that it shouldn't be like this. Uh-huh. It, it really shouldn't. And, and you do wonder, taking it a step further, maybe the school didn't do, do know anything about this. And if that's the case, then, then Cameron Lord has some questions because I'm going to guess as a scholarship athlete, there are some parameters there. Look, if you're cited for whatever reason, if something happens in the sense of law, that you need to disclose that to the school. So it's either one place, either Cameron Lard is in a little bit of hot water here or Steve Probe and the basketball staff and the athletic department's in some hot water. But but there has to be some kind of blame pointed at one of those two directions at the very least. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. And that's why, you know, even with something like this happening, if it's an ISU student, something like that would run in the Iowa State Daily. Um, so yeah. it's not like... It's not like anybody would have missed it. it he, just through the police scanner section of that paper, would have come out a few weeks after the fact. So uh, the fact that we all kind of missed it or that nobody really talked about it, that you would think that's something that if, you know, Cameron was, you know, obviously he knew that it happened. I'm sure he told his coaches about, so, you know, why that didn't really go much farther than there. It's confusing. And, again, it's not like it was something uh, very bad or shocking that was, that was done. It clearly wasn't the case, but... Uh, I feel like Steve Prohm has always been very transparent with what's happened um, in situations like this in the past. So I kind of wonder if this was something Cam Lahr didn't tell the coaches. That's just kind of my two cents. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, realistic kind of connecting the dots there is to go down that route. I, I'm with you, Matt. That aside, so a uh, lot of excitement going on, and, and we know you're a huge basketball guy, so we'll keep on the basketball path. My question becomes to you as you look at the construction of this roster, there's still a lot of talk. 
looking at both grad transfers and sit-out transfers. What's at the top of your wish list? What, what are you hoping for? Prentice has been a new name. Prentice Nixon from out of Colorado State. Matt Mooney was a name from uh, early on. A couple others that are out there. If you're looking at things and the way the roster is built, what would you like to see come in still this spring? Yeah, um, I love it when you guys ask for my opinion. I mean, uh, <laughs> especially when it comes to, to transfers, because it seems like that's about all we talk about when it comes to recruiting. Because <laughs> yeah. I, for whatever reason, Iowa State hasn't hasn't quite shaken the uh, transfer uh, mode of action, I guess, when it comes to building the roster. But uh, honestly, I would kind of look for uh, a guy who can sit this year and play next year. And, and Nixon actually has a unique situation, I think, there's been some talk of him maybe getting a waiver uh, for an additional year, so I'm not sure if that would mean eligible immediately for two years, like Zoran Tally, or if it would be a sit one to play two. But in terms, of, you know, when you look at the roster and, and what this team brings back, um, in my opinion, you you have to look, consider, you know, the the possibility of Lindell Wigington going to the draft. Uh, you know, Zoran Tally will graduate. Nick Weatherbab will graduate. Uh, Nixon could really be uh, a big piece for them. Uh, a season from now, uh, after some some potential departures, even if, if Lindell stays, I think uh, he would be a very solid option for a season or two, uh, and that's really what I'm looking for. In terms of this next year, uh, backcourt wise, you know, not knowing that maybe some of the other uh, grad transfers they've looked at, uh, I, I think of all of those guys, Nixon probably seems the most likely, uh, or um, you know, Iowa State's one of the biggest schools that's after him, so I like Iowa State's chances there. Uh, you know, that being said, if they don't get a player for this next year, it'd be nice to see Terrence Lewis get a little bit more playing time and uh, you know, maybe Zoran Talley step into a bit bigger role. Uh, so, again, I think Iowa State can, uh, can get by without uh, another guard option on the wing. Though, again, I said this last week, I would really like Iowa State to try to grab somebody for this current season. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there there's a lot of guys out there that, that certainly can help. And, you know, a lot of excitement about Talon Horton Tucker coming in out of the freshman group, Zion Griffin, an, another one. Those two guys, I mean, it, hey, we're going to have this conversation a lot this summer, so be prepared for it, Matt. But but minutes, how you divvy them up with this team, this is as much depth as I can remember Iowa State having in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Depth seems like a, a really – Really rarefied air for, for Iowa State men's basketball. Uh, you know, going back to Fred's teams, they rarely went deeper than uh, you know one or two guys off the bench that you could depend on to be effective. And I think uh, with Steve Frome's teams, we've we've kind of seen the same thing evolve. And I thought Iowa State would have a lot of depth this year, and it uh, it doesn't seem like or this past season, and it, that never really mm-hmm. developed. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of rare to, to be able to talk about having freshmen that really don't need to play. Uh, again, I wouldn't be surprised if a uh, George Condon or a Tyrese Halliburton redshirted. I don't think it's very likely with Halliburton, or as likely as it is with George Condon, just because they may want him to get some time uh, early in the season as uh, as a backup point guard. Um, but uh, again, it's uh, it's going to be really, really uh, you know quite a luxury, especially when you look uh, at the four and five position returning Solomon Young. Uh, Cameron Lard, and then Michael Jacobson is someone Steve Prohm has talked about as a starter. So there you have three big men that are all pretty skilled and uh, I think are all good defensive players uh, with a a realistic chance to to start. And then Zion Griffin will play uh, as a freshman is is my best guess with the way that uh, he built. He's ready to play that small forward position. And when Iowa State plays small, they could use him even at the four as well. So uh, really 
I think, all kinds of depth at that position. Uh, and that's uh, probably the most encouraging thing we've seen in the past when Iowa State has solid trouble, uh, really tough to compete uh, down low. Um, before we let you go, quick football question. Look, I know fans were disappointed that the weather was so bad that they did not have the spring game. But uh, were you able to uh, gleam anything out of the practice that they had? And how confident are you now that Iowa State, because some of the publications have them in the top four in the Big 12? Well, that, that sounds weird to, to come out of your mouth, you know, that Iowa State may be in the top four and that publication yeah. has actually put that on paper. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I think uh, what we've seen is the development of some young players we didn't really quite expect. Uh, you know, Tariq, um, Milton, that wide receiver, Greg Eisworth has played well um, at safety, the junior college transfer, and a guy like Orion Vance uh, in the middle of linebacker. And I think uh, one of the things that I've picked up is uh, defensively with such a talented defensive line, Iowa State may play a little bit more of a four-man front this year versus the three-three-five look we saw quite a bit at times last year. So um, at the very least, Iowa State's going to have more options defensively. And uh, I heard offensively the receivers gave Iowa State secondary a really tough time in, in spring practice, and I attribute that more to our receivers being talented. Um, and another benefit is pushing the secondary. So everything that I've heard is, is, is positive for the most part. And when you look at the Big 12 and, and – uh, Seven out of ten teams have question marks coming back at quarterback. I think Iowa State realistically does have a chance to finish in the top four. Good stuff. Hey, Matt, out of time for today. Stay away from that uh, smoky stuff as you're out in the fields this spring, all right? <laughs> I, I, herbicides are for different kinds of weed, but I, I appreciate your, uh, your comments. Yeah, you, you talk about a different kind of weed when you're talking to work. I know that. I know that. <laughs> we'll see you, Matt. Thanks, guys. Matt Nelson, wide right, Natty Light joining us here and uh, talking a little bit of cycles. Jim, we shift our attention over to some baseball yeah. right now. And old friend Mike Bates back with us. Haven't talked to him yet uh, throughout the spring. Good to have you on, Mike. What's going on? Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, everything's good here. Starting to warm up. You're dealing with the same over on the other side of the state. You've been uh, bouncing around the state of Iowa for a while. Mike, uh, this spring has been difficult at times to to just get off and running because of all the cancellations. Where do you sit here and, and the continued conversation? Oh, man, we need to change the start date. I mean, there's there's a lot of those articles out there right now. Where do you stand as the bad weather of 2018 continues? And there are. And, you know, because you the, the players and the owners in, in, their, in their negotiations have uh, pushed for more off days, uh, now we've got the, the start of the season being pushed into March, and, and when you're doing that, every couple of years, you're going to have a year like this where uh, spring doesn't come until you're three, four weeks into the season. Uh, and, and, you know, some people think that's a problem, and, and I think attendance-wise it has been, and, and so I do expect that the league and the players are, are going to at least talk about uh, ways going forward to to prevent the the problems that they're having this year. You know, if there, if there are if they're already going to have to schedule fewer off days uh, because of rainouts later in the season, maybe you just don't need to have those on the schedule to begin with. Or maybe you start scheduling doubleheaders, which I know the players don't want. But if the doubleheaders are going to be played anyway because of bad weather, um, you know, I, I'd love to see two games rather than one. Um, would you consider what Anthony Rizzle said, that the season is too long? and shorten it to, say, 145 games instead of 162? Well, I mean, I 
I sympathize with Anthony Rizzo, uh, and I sympathize with the fact that it's a long season. It, it can be a grind for those players day in and day out. But, I mean, it's important to remember, one, Anthony Rizzo has already gotten paid. Uh, he's gotten his, his big contract extension. Uh, some of the younger players, the guys who are making the league minimum, uh, players are going to have to take uh, a, a, a cut in salary if they want to cut back on the number of games played in the regular season. Uh, and I just, just based on the way labor negotiations have gone between the league and the players in the past, uh, and where the, the the league and the players' union seems to be right now on the issue of uh, salaries and and what free agents were offered this off season, I have a real hard time seeing the players' union, uh, you know, okaying uh, a cut to player salaries, ten ten percent or five percent. That just I, that just doesn't strike me as realistic. Talking with Mike Bates right now as we take a look around baseball. You can find Mike's work at MLB Daily Dish along with the Hardball Times and his new podcast, uh, This Week in Baseball History. Been out for a while, Mike, and really enjoyed some of the conversations that you guys have been having on that. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. But I, I do, uh, well, i got to bring up our team, the Minnesota Twins. You're also a Twins sure. fan. So last <laughs> night, 16-inning game down in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Brios was unbelievable once again. He's putting up some ridiculous fantastic. numbers. He was so, so good. But I don't know, as I'm watching it, I, I felt like that was just such an important game to get the win. I know it's the middle of April. I get it, but it felt important to me. Did, did you have that same kind of feeling last night? I did because, you know, it, it's like you said, we are at the start of the season, and I'm not even really starting to take uh, many teams' records seriously yet. Mm-hmm. But the Twins have played uh, real tough with the Houston Astros. They took two out of three there. Uh, and they uh, they split with the Indians here now, and I I think you know it's really it's it's been really important as we look to build on uh, that success that the Twins had last season that saw them get into the second wild card. It's really good to see that that kind of the additions that they made this off season, and they made a bunch of really great low cost pickups uh, are are going to I, I think help to catapult them into the wild card race again this year. Maybe even a, a division title. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hesitant, but the Cleveland's offense has not been good. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's possible maybe they take a step back this year and the, the Twins take a giant step forward. You know, it's interesting when we take a look right now at, at Major League Baseball, and you have a couple of teams on the eastern seaboard, the Mets and the Red Sox, that are absolutely rolling, just crushing the baseball and on huge winning streaks. Uh, how good are those two teams? Some people had penciled in Boston to be the best in their division, some like the Yankees, uh, but the Mets weren't ever penciled in to be the best in their division, right? No, and I'm very – the Mets are the surprise team for me of this entire season, young young season. Um, you know, there's still plenty of time for them to regress or, or really to mess this whole thing up uh, with injuries and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it, they, they've beaten some really tough opponents, and they took it to the Nationals uh, last night in, in kind of an embarrassing fashion coming back late in that game. Um, you know they might be better than than I and, and a lot of other people were expecting them to be this year. Um, the Red Sox, I think everybody kind of expected that they'd be a strong club. They'd definitely be in the wild card hunt. They'd be in the race for the AL East uh, title. But you know I do think the Yankees are probably a better club. 
uh, and the, the Red Sox have kind of faced some cream puffs so far uh, in on their schedule. So, I mean, I, I think we'll see uh, over time this, this kind of shake out a little bit. Uh, I really don't start taking things too seriously in terms of clubs' records until at least the first month of the season is over, the first full month. Uh, and so we'll get there soon, but but at this point, um, you know, we're we're still kind of assessing um, how each team is 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 going to shake out this season. Mike, uh, it seems like every year I, I hear the prop before the season begins uh, on one of those offshore sites. When will be the first manager fired by before or after <laughs> Memorial Day? I, I don't think anybody Ooh, had today. A- April nineteenth though. Brian Price has been walking on on the plank for quite a while, Gone. it seems, in Cincinnati. But <laughs> he's out of there now. Just uh, how three and fifteen start? I get it, but firing a guy on April nineteenth. Well, I mean, if he had done anything over the last four years to earn the opportunity to to come back from this, um, you know, I think you would have seen the Reds maybe hold off a little bit. But but yeah, the, it's been an abysmal start. Uh, for for the Reds and they're not a good team. I mean, it's not his fault that they haven't put together a pitching staff uh, and that he's he's got really the, the rebuilding effort has been uh, undertaken with uh, not great talent. And the fact that they invested in Homer Bailey, who's had a uh, a nice comeback so far this season over Johnny Cueto, uh, which was the wrong decision. Uh, it, those aren't his fault, but he also hasn't done anything to to really help the Reds or or seemingly to help their young players develop, So, uh, with the exception of Eugenio Suarez. Um, so I, I really don't see any reason why they should have kept him around. And, you know, Jim, Jim Rickman has had some success in the past uh, with young teams. All right, welcome back. Jimmy B and TC. We take you home until 6 o'clock here tonight, and happy to be uh, bringing in right now one of my favorite people to talk to, Angela for New Leaf Wellness Centers. New Leaf has done a lot helping me out losing weight, feeling better, just controlling things. And, Angela, it's that time of year once again as we sit here. Well, we're hoping the weather weather is starting to change and we're getting into a positive direction. But uh, those winter pounds, it's time for people maybe starting to think about shedding those to do something about it, and you can help at New Leaf Wellness. Absolutely. I mean, summer's right around the corner, even though the weather hasn't shown us that. But it's it's going to be approaching us, and everybody wants to be the lake, the pool, and just looking and feeling better. And so we do, you know, our GAC and MIC injections, which are so popular for a lot of people that just need that extra bu- uh, push with their workout routine and, and their healthy diet. But we also do an HCG diet um, to help individuals shed extra pounds that just need help with their diet overall um, and need some accountability. Um, it's a medically supervised program to retain lean muscle structure so that your body kind of goes into a state of ketosis and starts pulling at that extra extra pounds. That's uh, very cool. And it's not just for people that are losing, looking to lose weight. There, there's other things that New Leaf Wellness can help out with. You know, a lot of the listeners I, I know out there, they're in good shape. They work out, but... There's times, and I feel that as I get older, you know, I'm, I just had a birthday. I turned 38 years old, so I'm getting up there, and you hit a wall at times. For the people that are those workout warriors, but they start to hit that wall, tell us a little bit about what you can also do with them. Absolutely, and, you know, we never like to say age has anything to do with it. It's just about overall health and well-being, and we do hormone replacement, and it's kind of this taboo topic, but 
everybody produces hormones and getting your hormones balanced out, that's our base building blocks for overall health and wellness. And so we do hormone replacement for males and we do it for females and we have lots of couples on the therapy together. Um, And so we do IV nutrition. You come in, you get some vitamins and minerals back into the system. We do AB combination of vitamin cocktail injections that is a weekly injection just to give you a boost and and, um, help to metabolize fat faster, but also get some good vitamins into the system. So we have a full aesthetics program for um, facials and Botox and Juvederm, and it's not just for females. Lots of men are really taking that leap and really wanting to uh, look and feel better. So that's we encourage male patients to come out and see us. That That's really cool, and, and you're seeing more and more of that happen out there. And, you know, maybe if you're you're just questioning some things, you guys can always help out. Give them a call at New Leaf Wellness Center if, if a lot of the things that we talk about, something that interests you, or if you just have a question in general about it, you can call them at 650-1358. That's 650-1358. And, Angela, you mentioned the hormone treatment, the weight loss. I'm on the GAC and MIC, which I've absolutely loved what they've been able to do for my energy levels. So for those things going on right now, for the listeners here of the program, you got a little deal going on. Tell us about that. We do. We have our monthly open house. It's coming up on May 10th. That's a Thursday from 9 to 5. Um, you can come out and see the clinic and, and um, take advantage of some specials that day. But we wanted to extend that offer to your listeners starting now. So we have um, hormone replacement and our HCG diet. You can come out and get your evaluation done for 25% off. And then our GAC and MIC injections, those are going to be 25% off as well. So you don't have to wait till May 10th um, because we're going to give that to your listeners um, starting now. That's great. And uh, easy to find you guys. You're on West Town Parkway just right off at 235. Take that Valley West exit right over there, and uh, you can find New Leaf Wellness System. The easiest thing, just punch it into the GPS. That's what I do anymore. You know, we're, we're all getting lazy. It's not directions anymore. Just put in New Leaf Wellness, West Town Parkway in your GPS, and you can go right there, right? Absolutely. We're <laughs> super easy to find. We're just we're just west there of um, Red Lobster, mm-hmm. and um, we'd love to to see your listeners come out and just tell us that Trent sent you in and we'll get you hooked up with the specials. Well, that will be great. Really looking forward to that. And again, the open house May 10th, but before that, you can get 25% off the hormone treatment, weight loss, GAC and MIC. Uh, You can do that new leaf wellness, 650-1358. Angela, before we run out of time, little sports here, spring football getting ready to conclude. We know you're a big Hawkeye fan. Uh, what what concerns you? Are are you one of those optimistic Hawkeye fans already? Even though it's springtime, you already got visions of twelve and zero coming up this season. Oh, I'm ready for it to start. <laughs> I don't want to wish the summer away, but right. let's just get to it. Uh, football, it is so much fun. It, it's a great time of year, but right, we 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 get we haven't had spring yet. We can't be thinking ahead to fall. We still got a couple of seasons we got to get in before that. Are you a baseball fan at all? Does that help build the bridge till we get to football season? You know, I've really enjoyed. Um, I watch the games um, on occasion. I, I make it. Um, I make it to a few games, and it's just nice to to be a part of something in your community, and that's fun. Um, and I've I've been doing that. Um, doing that in Minnesota. I've been to their new CHS field up there in in uh, St. Paul. Oh, that's very cool. That is, that's awesome. Yeah the 
the beautiful new park up there. I, I've heard only great things. St. Paul Saints uh, play there. Tell us a little bit about that. I, I've been to Target Field multitude of times as a Twins fan, but it's one of those things. I've always say I want to go up there for a weekend, hit both the new park in St. Paul and Target Field, and it's just never worked out scheduling-wise. So tell us about that, kind of a different kind of environment, a smaller stadium, but really cool I hear. Oh, it's it's a beautiful stadium, and, and they've done a tremendous job, and, and I went um, last season to a couple games and hope to go this year and, and hope to check out our local Cubs, too. I Cubs, we we have it well. You know, I I talk to some other people that live in markets that have minor league baseball teams, and I don't think people realize how lucky we are what we have down there with Principal Park. Oh, absolutely, and you know, it's just it's just fun in general just to be a part of of that in your in your community, and we are fortunate that we do that we do have that in Des Moines, and and kids love it, and it's just a great family outing and being out in the. And the fresh air and, and having a good uh, hot dog and, and maybe a little cold one to go with it. And so just enjoying the, the spirit of the game. You're talking my language there with a the cold one. Absolutely. I, I'm right there with you. Hey, Angela, so do you have a Major League team? Are you a Cubs fan, Twins fan, somebody else? Uh, do you have a Major League Baseball team that you follow? Uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, well, hey, we can we can get you on board. You can go, obviously... Most people here in Des Moines, they're Cubs fans with the iClub affiliation, but there's plenty of room on the bandwagon if you want to jump on with my Minnesota Twins. I'll invite you right now. Okay, well, I'll accept your offer. Yes. Well, maybe uh, we'll have to make a trip up to Minneapolis and hit both St. Paul and Minnesota some weekend. Fun. Sounds great. Angela from New Leaf Wellness joining us here as we're talking a little sports. And again, your open house at New Leaf Wellness coming up on May 10th. Your opportunity right now before that to get in 25% off with the hormone, weight loss, GAC and MIC treatments all at New Leaf Wellness. Angela, as always, good talking with you. Thank you so much. Thanks. One more time, 650-1358, the phone number. Call up New Leaf Wellness. They can help you out with so many different things and just getting you feel better and get in better shape. You know, online, newleafcenters.com. And for you guys, hit the backslash, man. That's what we're hitting up. A lot of treatment programs available to you to help you get into better shape. But we're coming back on the other side. We still got a lot to come here on the program. We will get into it as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG.